0: journey into the Citadel, where our pastor is Superintendent Johnson A. Bevan III. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. And I just thank you for gathering with us today. And again, happy birthday to all the July birthdays and congratulations and happy anniversary to those uh, who celebrate this month, along with my wife and I, in the month of July of wedding anniversary. And as I share and we go along, just feel free to engage with me. Uh, with an emoticon or emoji and a comment along the way so let's go to the lord in prayer father we thank you for another wonderful beautiful day that you've blessed us with we thank you god how that you have kept us even through this holiday weekend and some of celebration and fireworks but god we thank you for being the fire in our lives we thank you for the blood of jesus christ that gives us access to your throne We thank you for the Holy Spirit that illuminates us, but also energizes us uh, with your strength and your power. I ask you, God, to be with us uh, for these moments right here as we would attend and share from your word, a word hopefully of interest and insight as well, God, as some great understanding for your people uh, as we look to it today. Speak to us, touch us and even deliver us where there needs to be deliverance. And we thank you for your graciousness, your power, and your strength in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you're glad just to be alive today, I want you to just say something, post something in there, type something in the comment section there. Let us know how good God has been to you, how much you love him, how much you glorify him. You're just so glad, and especially if you're saved, You're glad just to be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, Uh, the mighty burning power and fire uh, that comes down from heaven. Uh, This is tremendous uh, to know that God is real and that he is. And there are many people that don't believe in God, but there is none other like him. Uh, He is alive and well, sits on the throne. He is God sovereign, and he sits high and looks low, beholding both the evil and the good. Well, in recognition of this July 4th holiday weekend, I just want to share with you today from the subject matter, Living in Liberty, Living in Liberty, and we thank God others are still coming in on the conference line this morning, and we want to talk to you a little bit again from the subject matter, Living in Liberty. I see some of the shouts out to God, giving praise to God and glory to Him, yes, he is worthy of all of the glory and all of the praise, all of the honor. And his salvation is something to treasure above everything else. But again, in, in recognition of uh, July 4th, uh, weekend, holiday weekend here, I want to talk about this subject matter, living in liberty. There are three verses I want to uh, read to you. And you may want to follow along in, in uh, your Bible, however you may have it. Or just may want to listen along, just three Short, pat verses here in Scripture. First of all, it's Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It reads, Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. John chapter 8, verse 32 and verse 36. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make or set you free. And if the sun therefore, shall make or set you free, you shall be free indeed. Well, as you all know, July 4th, uh, every year in America, we celebrate Independence Day, uh, commemorating the signing of the Declaration of Independence in 1776. That was a long time ago. uh, Declaring the United States independent, independent from Great Britain. John Adams wrote at that time, and I quote, This will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. It should be solemnized with pomp and parade from one end of this continent to the other from this time forward forevermore unquote and so certainly this celebration has continued since and it should uh, because of uh, the freedoms that we have in this country uh, but freedom and that is something uh, that is uh, something all we want to have uh, freedom along with its accompanying liberty uh, really is an innate core compulsion within the human heart uh, from any having any kind of restraints. And freedom, uh, when it's guided by ethics, what I mean by that is moral precept and the constructive societal uh, mores, freedom when guided by ethics results in beneficial and productive living. But on the other hand, freedom when it's prompted by selfish and sinful motives results in prodigal, Or rebellious type living, uh, whereby uh, there's an abuse of liberty uh, that really is to be experienced through the freedom that's rightly sought. Now, freedom and liberty, I think you would agree with me, are desired by everyone. Uh, For example, uh, of a recent case just a little bit ago, uh, during the initial COVID lockdowns and restrictions in our country, we heard the cry from some people to quote unquote liberate. Liberate the states, uh, which they felt were excessive in their restrictions and were just a bit too slow in opening those states for businesses and for people uh, to resume life back or to get back to life, to have some uh, state or sense of normalcy. Uh, that They wanted to liberate those states. But as a side note, and uh, some may, may, may say, oh, why do I want to throw this in there, but as a side note. Uh, There's one thing that I found interesting in this, and it's this. While my ancestors and others of my race uh, made pleas for freedom and liberty, uh, they had to endure slavery, uh, segregated uh, restrictions of Jim Crow. They had to endure lockdowns, uh, knockdowns, lockouts, knockouts knees on their necks for some 400 years, yet some people in this country could not sit still and chill through these lightweight lockdowns and public health preventative restrictions for only about two months or so. found that very interesting. They acted like the governmental public uh, health preventative measures had been a menace to society robbing them of their lifestyle liberties. And again, for just about two months, I just just thought that was interesting. But again, my point, my point is that uh, the desire for freedom and its liberty, whether guided by ethics or prompted by selfish or sinful motives, is an innate core compulsion within the human heart from restraint. So everybody wants freedom and liberty. Every parent uh, has faced this compulsive desire for freedom uh, in their offspring, uh, probably at some point, if not all the way through uh, their kids' childhood and to into adulthood, just wanting to be free from, from home, wanting to be independent from mom and dad. Biblically, uh, in the Garden of Eden, uh, the fall of humanity really uh, was an expression of wanting to be freed from the restrictive divine prohibition of eating fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and thereby, uh, by doing so, becoming independent from God the Creator, and we find that story in the third chapter of the book of Genesis, in chapter in verses one through three. Again, wanting to be freed from the restrictive uh, order given by God, and therefore becoming independent from Him historically uh, because of oppressive rules uh, and regimes in our country uh, there have been movements uh, for some form of freedom uh, from that uh, oppression thank god i see it uh, missionary sky god bless you good to have you be with us this morning uh the emancipation of proclamation uh, issued by president abraham lincoln in 1863 really was to declare that the enslaved in the Confederate territory, that they were to be freed forever. Uh, Rosa Parks's uh, refusal uh, to give her bus seat to a white man in 1955, sparked a pivotal civil rights movement known as the Montgomery Bus Bus Boycott, uh, lasting some 381 days, in which many African-American adults actually walked to work and children walked to school, and in essence, this was a walk for and to freedom. Uh, in the early 1960s, civil rights activists known as freedom riders challenged the failed enforcement of interstate bus travel laws. Again, everybody has uh, an innate compulsion for freedom and, ex- and and experiencing and living in liberty. On uh, August uh, 28, on August 28, 1963 the March on Washington was really uh, a rally for it was rally. It was a rally for jobs and for uh, freedom is what it was. Um, And uh, it was on the steps. It was on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial uh, that Dr. Martin Luther King declared in his I have a dream speech, these words, and I quote him again, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. On every mountainside, let freedom ring. When we let freedom ring, we'll be able to speed up that day when all of God's children will be able to join hands and sing in the words to that old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God almighty, we are free at last. And so it's not just uh, even with uh, my people, uh, but all within the human heart. There is, again, this inner compulsion uh, to have freedom and its accompanying liberty uh, without any kind of restraints, but truly having freedom and liberty. Now, I'm thankful uh, for the founding and the freedoms of the United States of America. I'm more appreciative for the aforementioned efforts Uh, for the good of freedom and the progress that has been made through other recent historical efforts as well. And I am even more encouraged now uh, through the continuation of the fight in our current civil social struggle uh, for ensuring equitable liberties as we face head on uh, racial and justice matters in this country. But even beyond that, yet for me, yet for me, there is another freedom and a greater liberty overall, and that I am most grateful for actually living in the real land of liberty. Yes, America, uh, we call this the land of liberty, but there is a greater, more powerful, more real land of liberty that I'm speaking about here. And again, our text reads in Galatians 5 and 1, stand fast therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now note notice here that there is a distinction made before between freedom and liberty, between freedom and liberty. Look at the verse again. Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of. Of bondage. In the New Testament, there are some interesting uh, nuances uh, with the usage of the word freedom uh, that are found in three uh, related terms. Uh, one term is Eleuthero. that's E L E U T H E R R O, and that is a short O and then a long O. And that means to set free or the key word to release. This is the act. Of freeing the second word is similar to the first one, but it's eleutheros. All right, eleutheros, and this means just to be free or not bound. Not bound, this is the state of one who we could say is his own master, uh, not a slave, if you will. And the third word, again related, is eleutheria, and this is freedom or independence from other what this actually is this is the goal this is the purpose of freedom uh not being subject to none uh but really servant to all again liberation this is really the term that really speaks about liberty right being independent from others now putting all those three terms together here's what i come up with we are released we're talking about this liberty wherein Uh, We are in Christ that he's made us free. We are released or freed from sin, thus becoming a free person. The key phrase, no longer bound to live in liberty brought by Christ, which enables us to do this, to walk in the way of God. This is the liberty to walk in the way of God independent of any yoke restricting us. All right. That was a lot right there. But simply, here's what I've said. We are freed to live in liberty. We are free to live in liberty. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Now, some versions of Galatians 5 and 1 read like this. You may read of this form or, or uh, take in this freedom or it was for this freedom that christ set us free and completely liberated us so uh, there's a means here this is a freedom this is a liberty that god gives unto us through jesus christ and it's very important to know that the means for this freedom and liberty is not in our own capacity and the reason for that is because sin is is a bondage beyond our ability to break out from or free from. We cannot break away from, see from sin on our own. The only means, the only means, the only means for such freedom is in Christ, as Galatians 5 and 1 says, and the truth regarding him, as John 8 Again, as we read, John 8 and 32 says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make or set you free. And so the means, the means, the means for this freedom only comes in Christ and the truth regarding him. Now, the truth that it speaks about there contextually in John chapter eight, uh, contextually that uh, that truth is truth that's that sets us free. And what sets us free, the truth that sets us free, is the teaching of and about Christ. In a simple way of putting it, it's teaching of and about Christ. That's the truth. And Jesus even said in his intercessory prayer, thy word is truth. You find that in John chapter 17. Uh, But this here is truth that is bound up with the person and the work of Jesus. It's truth that saves people from the darkness of sin. You go back and read that context in John chapter eight, Jesus is talking to uh, the sons of Abraham, all right? Uh, Those who felt that they were never enslaved, Uh, they're not in bondage just because they come from Abraham. But Jesus had to deal with them that they were enslaved in sin and they had not really received the truth. Uh, They had not acknowledged it nor received it. And so uh, we ought to thank God for the son, not just a son, but for the son and the truth that enables us to be free, to live in liberty. And you might ask, well, what are we free from? What are we free from? What does Jesus Christ free us from? What does this truth free us from? Well, there are several things. One, we're set free from Satan. Colossians 1 and 13 talks about how that he has delivered us or rescued us from the power of the domain of darkness. We are no longer uh, in his domain. We have been delivered from danger, basically. All right. We've been set free from Satan. The woman uh, on the Sabbath, Jesus said on the Sabbath, she had been bound uh, by Satan for 38 years. And Jesus said, should not this woman be loosed? All right. And so Jesus frees us, and the truth frees us from Satan. But not only that, but also from sin. Again, that's what Jesus is dealing with in John chapter 8 when he talks to those who believe that they are uh, oblivious or have not been entangled in sin and they're not in bondage at all. Uh, Jesus deals with that fact in Romans chapter 6, talks about sin. Let me just read that one real quick. Romans chapter 6, and uh, several uh, verses there. Uh, Romans 6 and 18 i believe uh it reads like this It a being then made free from sin you become the servants or slaves of righteousness and a little further down uh it says that when you were the servants of sin you were free from righteousness but now being made free from sin that's being released from sin you become servants or slaves to god you have your funeral to holiness and the end everlasting life. And so we're freed from sin. And anytime when you're freed, you're freed from something, right? You're freed from something. And these are some of the things that we're freed from, from Satan, uh, his domain, his power, from sin, its grip on our life, even from ourselves. Romans 6 and 6 says, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin or no longer be slaves to sin. And so uh, we're really delivered from ourselves. We are freed from ourselves as well as death. Uh, Because when you were the servants of sins, you were free from righteousness. And uh, the Bible lets us know, even in that same chapter in Romans 6, that the wages of sin is death. And we're also freed from the law the law. And that's what Galatians 5 really deals with. Uh, It's dealing with that whole concept of dealing with the law. You read a little further up in chapter 4, it talks about the two covenants uh, in in an allegory way, uh, looking at Hagar, looking at Sarah, the son of the flesh, Ishmael, and the son of promise, Isaac, uh, and that we're freed from the law. Even Peter, Uh, then when the first Jerusalem council in Acts chapter 15, they were trying to decide uh, what, how, how do people save? And we know what are the requirements for being saved? And it was revolving around circumcision. And, uh, that's what Galatian, Paul goes on in in Galatians 5 and 2, talk about. if if you circumcise, it doesn't profit you nothing. All right. There's no power in that. And Peter in, in his discourse with the brethren in Acts chapter 15, in that that, uh, Jerusalem council, uh, looked at circumcision as being a yoke upon the neck of disciples and he said it was it was a, a yoke that we couldn't do it neither could our fathers do it all right but we're freed from so many things uh, that Jesus Christ brings unto us and when you take a look at that in its entirety that's real freedom. that's real freedom. There are people who want liberation and freedom in this country, yet they are yet still enslaved in sin. And how do you know that? It's because, again, of the oppression. It's because, again, of the discrimination. It's because, again, of their actions and how that they treat and deal with individuals. They're still enslaved in sin. So there has to be a freedom from sin and from the one who instigates that sin even against us and it is satan himself and certainly the restrictions uh, that the yoke of bondage uh, that sin brings along with it and so the true independence is that which comes through the Son, and the truth set forth by him and about him again the scripture says so if the Son sets you free releases you that's one of those words the release where the action word Releases you you are truly free that then is the state we become Not slaves. We're not slaves to sin. We're not bound All right, the Sun sets you free You are free indeed or truly free now the truth set forth by and about the Sun sets one free from this compulsion to sin so that we can walk and live in liberty and again you're always freed from something unto something and we are freed from sin in order to live in liberty i thank god for that you ought to be excited about that you ought to be grateful to god that you are not bound by sin you don't have to be bound in sin scripture talks about how that we are shut up in sin i believe in galatians chapter two we're shut up in sin but jesus christ releases us from that and sets us free so that we can live in liberty we can live in liberty What, what a little bit more about about this liberty then it's to walk and live in liberty now this is not freedom in the sense uh, to do with oneself and one's life as one pleases all right or to live a life uh, whatever way that one wants to this liberty is a new way of life not just to do what i want to do it's a new way of life in which one this liberty is is a, a liberty in which one is in, enabled or is able or given the ability as a slave to god not as a slave, to sin, to walk in accordance to God's will, and that's what Jesus again was dealing with them in John chapter eight with those leaders there who thought that they were not in bondage at all uh they they were uh they were not able to adhere. To God's will and to his word. And that's really what he said to them. In John 8 and 31, says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed on him, If you continue in my word. And the word that is used there, sort he really has some doubt that they could and that they would. He said, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples. Indeed, if you continue in my word, if you adhere to my word. And then they answered him and said, we be Abraham's seed. We are never in bondage to any man. How say that you shall be made free? They They thought they were already free, but they were in bondage. And so the liberty that we're brought into is being able to live in accordance and in adherence to God's will and new way of life as servants and slaves of god not servants and slaves of sin that is the liberty my friend that one receives in the freedom from jesus christ this is a deliverance from the yoke of the law bondage of satan the bondage of sin and even of ourselves and even death itself. I just, got this thought about it real quick and get excited. Sometimes I think about this. People at my at city sometimes thinking I'm just, I'm just so heavily minded. Uh, I, I am some earthly good. But when we deal with uh, liberty, sometimes you're all free. You're not absolutely liberated yet. Sometimes we uh, we don't really know that. But even right now, this body that we're in, we're free. Alright, we're free and we're living able to walk in accordance with God's word and way. But we're not absolutely liberated at this point. Uh, there is another liberation that is to come uh, to the sons of God. And I love it. Uh, For reads like this in the book of Romans, chapter eight, we'll we'll be will finish off this right here. So I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. That's Romans chapter eight, verse eighteen. Continuing on, for the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. What is that manifestation? Go on. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered or freed or released, all right, from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of god wow there, there's going to be another liberation that's coming that we're waiting for all right from this change in this body that we're in that the creature shall be delivered or released from the bondage of this corruption into i told you your release your freedom is from something unto something and here it's freedom from the bondage of this body into the glorious liberty of a new body, all right so we're we're experiencing some of that right now in the liberty of living, being able to live in a new way of life to the will of God in accordance to the will of God, uh, not bound to sin, all right, not bound to sin, but free and therefore independent from it, all right, to live freely for God, and there's another liberation that's coming uh, when this body is changed from. Me. Corruption to incorruption. corruption. So this liberty that we receive really is freedom that's found in Jesus Christ. This is true freedom, distinctive spiritual blessing uh, in the economy of God's grace. And it is the result of redemption that's found only in Jesus Christ. It is this liberty that Paul says in Galatians 5 and one. it is this liberty that we are to stand firm, holding our position. And my friend, that's what God has provided for us as this country has celebrated Independence Day. Our true independence comes through Jesus Christ, who frees us from sin, who causes us not to be bound by it, but gives us and brings us into liberty. All right. A a real freedom, liberty, independent from sin, not bound by it. Uh, Not shut up and encased and enveloped by it, but freed from it so that we are free to live in liberty, walking uh, where and in the ways of God. Uh, Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians 3.17, I believe, uh, for where the presence of the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And So it's in Christ that we have true freedom and liberty, my friend. And you may be watching here. And uh, if you're excited and glad and thankful to God that you have experienced this freedom and you're walking in this liberty, that's something to praise God for, not to take it lightly, but to stand firm in that liberty that has been brought through Christ. But you may be one who's not experienced that. You have not been freed from the bondage of sin. You've not been freed from the restrictions of the law. There's a law that works in you that you want to do and you can't do, right? You want to do right and you can't do, right? That's because of the bondage of sin, the yoke that it has you in. But Jesus Christ broke and destroyed that yoke through his death on the cross of Calvary. And my friend, if you would want to be released from that bondage, to be freed from sin, to be freed from the the can't help us, the yoke that you're bound in, Jesus Christ can set you free. As it was on that day on the Sabbath, Jesus said, this woman has been bound for 38 years. Ought not this woman be loosed, my friend? You ought to be loosed if you're not set free from sin. And you can do that today by confessing your sin and also confessing of the lord jesus christ for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life in your heart that uh, god raised jesus from the dead and if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus christ uh, the word of god declares you shall be saved if that's what you want today my friend to experience the freedom and to walk in the liberty that only comes through Jesus Christ. Pray this prayer after me. Father, I thank you for the opportunity and to live through Jesus. I confess my sin, I confess my wrong, I confess of you and my ways. I ask you to free me from sin and its power through the Christ. I confess Jesus Christ today as Savior. I confess Jesus Christ today as Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for freeing me, God, and bringing me into true liberty in Jesus Christ. My friend, if you prayed that prayer, the greatest freedom has been brought unto you through the power of the gospel, good news about Jesus Christ, the truth, the truth that sets you free, truth about Him, in His work, and in His person. And if you prayed, if you sincerely prayed that prayer, we want to connect with you to offer you spiritual support, and even to have you to become a part of our cyber church and you can do that by texting seven six seven six two three one seven six seven six zero one three four again if you prayed that prayer let us know that we want to hear from you text seven six seven six two three one seven six seven six zero one three four again that that you'll receive a return text with a link uh, that directs you to our connect card. It's less than 30 seconds to complete and in the comment section let us know that I prayed that prayer we'll know what you made and also there may be someone that just has a prayer request and you can also uh, text that number seven six seven six two three one seven six seven six zero one three four and in the comment section let us know what you need us to pray for you about my friend my time is is up And I'm so grateful and thankful for those of you that are on here with us today. And especially you, if you prayed that prayer, God has freed you and brought you into true liberty. Uh, We'd love for you to support the ministry of Citadel. There are four ways you can do that. Just want to let Citadel know I thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you all for supporting. Thank you for giving during this period of time that we're going through here. Your support means so much. And God certainly Will reward you and remember you for your giving and your sacrifice. There are four ways you can give to us at any time, in any amount. Again, no amount is too small. No amount is too large. One is through uh, Cash App, that's dollar sign C O F C O G I C, as well as through Giveify, that's GiveLify, that's G I V E L I F Y. There is a blue bar in our face page that reads Use App. Just tap that bar. It will direct you to Five. Uh, also, there will be a description of today's gathering uh, shortly here after, and the link will also be posted in that description. We also can receive donations by way of PayPal to Citadel of Faith Church of God in Christ, and as well, you can also mail us to 7676 East 38th Street, Indianapolis, Indiana. The zip code is 46226. For some spiritual inspiration and biblical teaching on the go, you can join and listen in to our our podcast, uh, Journey to the Citadel. You can find us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Soundbreaker. Uh, We're on Spotify, uh, as well on iHeartRadio, and also at our website, citadelkojic.com. Please like us here on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and that is at Citadel Kojic. If you receive something of worth today, please, please share this on your timeline and encourage somebody else. Let them know about the freedom and the liberty that we have in Jesus Christ, and even recommend us right here on on Facebook, if you would. And be back here with us again this coming Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, We'll pick up on our study. In the book of Ephesians, on the work and the person of the Holy Spirit in the context of the New Testament. I want you to know that Lady Rita and I, we love... Hey, Brother Greg, good to see you, man. Bless you. Uh, good to see you. Ah, you, you, bring a, you bring a smile to my face, man. Uh, Lady Rita and I, we love you. But more importantly, God loves you. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what's happening in your life right now, it may be tough. You may be having some rough time right here in this pandemic, but God makes provision. But just remember these words that Jesus said. It's in Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. If you can believe, all things are possible. Enjoy the remainder of this Lord's day. I bless you in Jesus' name. Peace. Yeah, yeah, uh